1: Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. I
3: right, welcome into the Lake Show. News Talk 830 WCCO, Henry Lake, Christopher Tubbs until 9 p.m. tonight. Happy to have you guys along for the ride. I'm fired up, guys. I am... Just ready for baseball season to start. Yeah, we got to get through the end of the NFL because we've got the Super Bowl. We got one more game left there. We got to get into March Madness in the NCAA tournament. We've got Timberwolves basketball, NBA basketball going on. We got NHL hockey. But I am ready for baseball. I am fired up because of going to Twins Fest over the weekend. And let me tell you right now, the Minnesota Twins don't have time to waste. And the fans are ready. I know. Don't you just love it? What are the fans ready for? The fans are ready for postseason success. That's what the fans are ready for. That's what I am ready for. The Minnesota Twins, we love the Twins. We're the radio home for Twins baseball. I think we're we're in a different place right now. It's go time. We've got a window, and it's right now. I know that there are things that have to be uh, tweaked. Arms need to be added to the rotation. But when you start looking at your everyday players and you look at at the fact that Royce Lewis on the rise. Everybody was just beaming and happy and excited because they're like, oh, Buxton's going to be back because he's feeling good. And we'll see because we've heard that before. Carlos Correa, he's healthy. Not dealing with the plantar uh, uh, fasciitis right now. So he's feeling good. And I had a chance to talk to him. He was one of the many... um, players that i interviewed on saturday live from twins fest and i asked him and talked to him about last year and the toronto series and just how things were at target field and how excited people were and taking that and building off of that what happened last season into this season and this is what carlos had to say oh absolutely we're gonna carry that into this season you know uh I want to thank you guys for the energy that you guys brought throughout the entire year, and especially in the playoffs. That was insane. You guys were super loud. I could barely hear the pitch come, so I had to put it all the way to the volume, the, the, the highest volume that we had available, and I still couldn't hear what pitch was coming. So thank you guys for that. And, you know, that's, that's an old story already. You know, we're a different team. We're a new team. There's a different vibe in the clubhouse. We believe in each other. We believe in what we got, and we know we can accomplish great things with the talent that we have in our clubhouse. So, you know... We were just getting our feet wet, and now the, the goal is to win a championship, not to win just playoff games, but to make it all the way. That was Carlos Correa chatting with me this past Saturday. The goal is not to just win playoff games, it's to win a championship. But I think that some of you out there are like, not buying it. The optimism for me is real. But what about you? 651 461 9226. Are you buying it? Do they still have to do some things here for you to buy in? I'm already bought in. Now, I'm not sitting here saying that there aren't pieces that we're gonna, you know, not gonna miss. We are gonna miss Sonny Gray, right? I think that this season I think there should be much more than we expect out of Joe Ryan. And I talked to Joe about that and about his expanded role. And all the, the, the people, whether it's front office, players, uh, everybody that talked to everybody on the station on Saturday, just go to the podcast and check out all of the, the, the great interviews and, and the people that joined us. But I expect Joe Ryan to step up. I had Bailey Ober on the stage with me too. I think that he is going to step up. It doesn't mean that you don't add an arm or even two. But, man, I love the confidence. I love the swagger. The I think of all the guys that will not be on the team. At this particular point, there's one guy that I'd like to see back that I don't think is coming back. And we know it's not Ketamayeta because he's in Detroit. We know it's not Sonny Gray because we know he's in St. Louis. That one guy, Michael Taylor. But the confidence is that Buxton is ready, and we'll see. It almost feels like you're kind of rolling the dice with Byron Buxton because of his health and the injuries that he's had. But I'm feeling good. I'm not sure. Did you go down on Twins Fest? I think you avoided Twins Fest this year, huh? I did. Yes, you avoided it.
4: I, I I did, and not because I'm not excited about the Twins, but it just. I mean, it was sold out, and I knew you know things are going to be hectic, and it's like, you, know you know people. I know. Yeah, I know people. <laughs> if I'm going in, I ain't paying. No, it's, it, it's, hey, the, the thing is, like, if I don't have to work, hey, that's yeah. great. If you guys would have needed me, you know, I, I would have been there. You didn't need to work, though. Yeah, I, and that's the thing. Yeah. I, I took the day and spent it with my family. I think Twins fans, I think I, I see a lot of Twins fans are looking at this completely in the wrong vein. Really? Yeah. Like, you haven't done anything. You lost Sonny Gray, you lost Kent Maeda, and the sky is falling.
3: I don't think I don't see I, I think it's different. I'm gonna tell you why. Okay. And I'd love to get reaction from anybody that went to Twins Fest, 651-461-9226. This was by far the most packed Twins Fest that I've been to since I've been a CCO. It's not even close. Yeah, I, like the moment that I hit the champions club,
4: Yeah. it was packed. It was wall to walls, people were everywhere. Never seen it like that. And 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 that's great. That's the excitement you want. You want people to be excited for this team coming off of what they did last year. I feel like there are let me say a portion of twins fans that are looking at this team saying, Well, yeah, it's the same old twins because you lost Sonny Gray, you lost Kenta Maeda. you haven't done anything, you know, what have you
3: You haven't spent any money, value Sports any North and, money. Yeah, yeah, I I get all that.
4: Yeah, you know, and Jason made a good point, Jason to Russia, that all of these the off season is getting pushed further and further back. Like the hot stove in December, it's more like a a lukewarm into you know February and into March, and then you get into spring training. Yeah, it was about a year ago that the Pablo Lopez deal came down, and when I'm looking at this, I still see Jordan Montgomery is out there. He's 31 years old, part of that Rangers. Yeah, I wouldn't exactly be high on Jordan Montgomery, but you've still got a guy like Blake Snell is out there. there. There are guys that are out there that you're waiting. I feel like there are a lot of guys that are still waiting for things to happen. So the twins are not the only team that are, are kind of sitting back and waiting. You're not the Yankees. You're not the Dodgers. You don't have these deep non-sports regional television contracts. And I know that Kansas city was spending and, you know, there are, you know, Cincinnati was spending. That's fine and dandy, but you don't want to spend money just for the sake of spending money. I feel like that's a big misnomer that fans can get caught up in. Look at the Padres last year, spent a lot of money, and they were they were sellers at the trade deadline. Look at the New York Mets, spent a lot of money last offseason. And guess what? That didn't pan out. Twins have a good young nucleus. And I I have a hard time believing that we're going to go into to spring training Without them having at least one more substantial, they know. I mean, Derek Falvey and Thad Levine, they know what needs to be done with this roster. And I guess I'm going to put my trust in them because we trusted in them last year with the Pablo Lopez deal, and that kind of worked out. So let's wait and see how this thing develops Mm -hmm. when we get to Fort Myers before we're ready to throw the baby out with the bathwater because there is good reason for optimism.
3: All right, so 651-461-9226. I do want to get to one text here uh, from the 651, and we'll take a break. We'll come back. Love to get your reaction. Love to get your phone calls about the Twins and your observation at Twins Fest. Somebody chimes in. They said they need to find a new location if it's going to be that full. I thought it was chaotic. I totally disagree. First off, if it's sold out, it's sold out. If it's going to be a lot of people, it's going to be a lot of people. Like, where did you want twins fest? Did you want it at us bank stadium, the home of the Vikings? No. Did you want it at target center, the home of the Timberwolves? No. Like, well, I don't understand the thought process with that text. I, I I appreciate the, the, the comment. I appreciate the, um, um, you know, connecting with the uh, connecting with the show, but at, where would you have it? Target Field uh,
4: seems like the most likely place.
3: Yes, and the bottom line is that if it's sold out, it's sold yes. out. Whether wherever it is, yeah, wherever it is, if if it gets sold out, then it's just sold out wherever you may be having it. I don't know where you would want to have it. To to me, the best place for this baseball team. With this specific amount of stars and the tradition and the history and the newness of Target Field is Target Field. Tar- There's Target- no other place I'd rather have
4: it. Target Field is special for a lot of fans. Like, fans, when they come to the cities and they think about the Twins, you think Target Field. You, you don't think going someplace else. And, and you know, again, I wasn't there, but you want to have it ultimately at the home. And you know what? Again, they'll, they'll figure this out if— If it's really beyond what they thought it was going to be, that's a good problem to have. And then you figure it out next year.
3: Yeah. You know, 651-461-9226, your text, your phone calls. We do that next year on the lake.
0: Call from mom. Answer it. Call
1: silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy.
4: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for
5: more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
3: All right, welcome back to The Lake Show. Twins Fest got me fired up, got the fans fired up, sold out. Somebody weighs in. I wasn't there, but could it be the, that the square footage at Twins Fest be expanded to use more concourse? I guess possibly, but in the winter time, you're not planning for a Twins Fest to be on a concourse. No, Concourses you want everything outdoors. To be, you want everything you're not to doing be that. Inside. You're, you're just not. You're not. You're not doing that. We're, we we have to be realistic here within the parameters of what Twins Fest is. Like it's okay for it to be crowded and it be.
4: That tells you that the people are excited for what's to come. Yeah, I, I it's not like yeah. this every year. I, d- like, I don't think this it, was an intentional thing by the Twins to no, pack not everybody at all. in. And, and let's be honest:
3: if that's what we're complaining about that <laughs> it was a little bit too crowded, what are we really complaining about?
4: Then? Yeah, ex- it was yeah. an
3: all day event. It wasn't like it's just two or three hours; like you had all day to be there. Yeah, that's that is really. But the concourse thing that's 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 a non-starter. You're not doing outdoor stuff. In the heart of
4: January, you're, just, you're not. Yeah, no, you want to – yeah, everything that you're doing has got to be – Okay, now, now they're saying they meant indoors. All the indoors
3: is utilized. Now, 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 when they said concourse, I thought that they were talking about outdoors. And the reason why I say this is when you get on the elevator and the people are talking and you use the word concourse, they are talking about the level where you walk around the stadium outside. Do you know that? Yeah, that's
4: that's what I. think. That's of, what they refer to yeah, as the concourse. Yeah, when I, when I think concourse, I'm thinking about the yeah all of the merchandising yep. and all of the concessions. Yeah, the area where you can walk around the and raffle take in, and all the raffle, that stuff. Yeah, take you know where you can take in. They refer every to angle that of as the Walmart. concourse. Yeah, yes. So maybe there's just like a you know. It's
3: some, just words. Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah it, it is. But I mean, I I understand. But again, if this is what you're concerned about, then you're in a really really good position if if you're the Twins. But I
3: didn't even think it was overly packed like that. Like, I, I don't think... That, put it like this. I got there an hour before I had to go on air. Mm-hmm. Okay, an hour. I'm sitting over there in the corner, just sitting in a chair by myself, um, looking at my phone and looking at some notes and listening to Vanita um, interview uh, players and stuff that came up on the stage. I didn't think it was that bad. Like, the, I, I had... I mean, it wasn't like people all in my face. I met listeners. Listeners came over to me and said, hey, you know, love this to the show. and all." I didn't think it was as bad as and, – and, and, and to be honest, and to be fair, I got there at 150 or so. Okay. So a little bit over an hour before I went on the – no, 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 not 150. I'm sorry. I went on the air at two. I got there about 1250.
4: Okay. So what, what could you tell – when you got there that it was just like a different vibe than the other twin. Oh, Fest? I can
3: tell it was busier because the moment that I walked in when you go in the champions club. Yeah. Because we parked where um the players and everybody else parked. Sure, that media and, by
4: and, the and walking dock.
3: walking into that yeah, walking into that gate, yeah, it was just like there were people right there. Yeah, people are using elevators and all that. It wasn't like it wasn't the type of experience and maybe somebody out there can correct me or, or give their opinion at six five one four six one nine two two six if it was a turnoff this year, Mm I didn't think it was a turnoff.
4: And and I mean, if this was an ongoing thing, like year after year, after year, like you would, you know, cause there are places where they will have an event in a smaller venue just to give the illusion that there are more people there than what there really are. I mean, we see it on television all the time at these events. It's like, Hey, we're going to put everybody here because it's going to look good On camera, it's going to look good for pictures. But when you've got that, and if this is where, I mean, realistically, you have to make this work at Target Field. And if they're already using all of the inside space that has already been allocated for other twins' activities, Mm -hmm. then it's like you can't have it two different locations. But the overarching feeling that I'm getting from you is just – like you said, the excitement, like this team is, this team, it's, it's just different, right? Because you win a postseason game, postseason series for the first time in over two decades, and you see that you've got a young roster yep. that you can, you can, this is like being in the NFL and having a lot of your skill players be under rookie contracts. Yep. Because you you've got your your Royce Lewis, your Edward Julian, your Alex Kirilov, you, you know, your Matt Walners. You've got guys like that, and then you can go out and and get yourself. You know, you, you got Brooks Lee ready to go. Like you have got. I talked to him too. Austin Martin. Like you have got a bunch of young players in this pipeline, and the excitement. It's not like this team is like, okay, the window's done. Like, yep. To me, the window's open.
3: The window is open right now, but that's why I'm starting up the show and stating and laying it down there right now that the Twins have to take it up a notch. When Carlos Correa says, with me sitting there at Twins Fest, we're not just going into this thing with regards to we're, we're looking to win you know postseason games. We're looking to win a championship. So I got no issues with it. I got no issues with it. If he's trying to turn it up a notch and he's saying that we got to do more, which I expect them to do more, then that's that's what it is. It is what it is. Bottom line. Let's go to Rob in Minneapolis. What's up, Rob?
0: Hey, guys. I know I'll be quick because it's the bottom of the hour of your break, but I think part of it is is with COVID and the new senior you know, when Target's field is opened, people are used to the dome inside where you have this huge field you could use and big space. You know, Mara used to be One of the three guys you could pick an autograph from, you know, only so many slots, you know, this weekend you had to stand in line and get a chance for the 90 minutes he was there. And if you were not in the right space of the line, you're out of luck. Yeah. So I think people who were waiting this way and didn't have it kind of preset because of the volume, I think that might be some of what people were kind of slammed into and not ready for. And how many years did we not have a Twins Fest because of COVID and so on and so forth? And now you have this new field. New and Rob, and like, well, wait a minute. And, that's and, Rob, and,
3: and Rob, you brought up a very important thing. You just brought up the X Factor. Maur going into the Hall of Fame. That was a game changer for Twins Fest.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't go this year, but I heard the line for him what, like wrapped around the stadium, and he just <laughs> did 90 minutes. That's what he did. So, before, like I said, you got to pick, I want Mauer's autograph. Okay, that's the one you get on tier one. You can yep. pick a tier two. You can wait a line for tier threes. But I think with this scenario in a smaller space, it just makes everybody on top of each other and want more.
3: Yeah. Hey, thanks for the phone call. Perfect phone call from Robin in, in, in Minneapolis. Let me say this real quickly, and then we'll move on to other Ooh, matters. The, the perfect phone call. It was it, no. He was no. He was he was spot on. He made a great point. I, I didn't even think about the Mauer part of it because that is factored into the equation here because he's a Hall of Famer and so many people wanting to see Joe Mauer. He was on with uh, he was on the stage with Chad Hartman and all that. And it, at the beginning of the morning, beginning of the of the event. But this is the point,
4: and it's the buzz I, to it because it's brand new to it, just happened.
3: I have done multiple different fan fests, not just Twins, but remember I did Kansas City Twin uh, Kansas City Royals. Um, um, fan fest—they call it fan fest. I did it the years that they went to the World Series. Let me tell you this: they did it in a, uh, at their convention center on the Missouri side, a uh, downtown KC mo. And that, I guess, facility—I wouldn't say that it's big. It's definitely not bigger than Target Field. Now, in terms of like overall square footage space, because it's 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 more of a, it's a big room. But my point is this. In terms of layout, in terms of the of what you were had the ability to do, I thought that that Twins Fest was just as good as what I've been a part of, even when I was going back to uh to Royals Fan Fest. All right, six five one four six one nine two two six. I want to get back to something, or at least a story that took place um, last week, and I know a bunch of people had strong opinions with regards to the Ricky Cobb uh, second uh, situation with the uh, the Trooper. Um, Now, I guess you look at today, uh, back in court after being charged last week by Hennepin County Attorney Mary Moriarty for the killing of 33-year-old Ricky Cobb II. There was something that came up today about being jailed or not being jailed that I'm sure there could be a few people out there having some disagreement with, which I don't get this specific point of a disagreement. But I'll lay it out on you after weather here on The Lake Show. A story that we will continue to hear a lot more about is the, the story involving Minnesota State Trooper Ryan Londrigan. He was the one that was involved in the, uh, the fatal shooting of motorist Ricky Cobb II. Um, we got into the story last week. Let's get to the newest developments as it stands today with uh, Mr. Londrigan having to surrender his passport, avoid contact with witnesses and Cobb's relatives, the judge ruled. But today, uh, it was stated by the judge that he will remain free without bail while awaiting trial, the judge stated. And that's... That's the right thing to do, like that. That makes all the sense in the world. I, I don't. I don't understand how anybody thinks it should go a different way. Now I get it. I know that the Cobb family will would disagree with my my stance or my take on that. But th- this is, I guess, the reality of the situation has to really like hit you in the face. Let, let before we, we we go any further, let's play the soundbite from Ricky Cobb the second's brother after that ruling from the judge today, because clearly the, the family believes that he should be behind bars, um, that he shouldn't be out without bail and all of that while awaiting trial, um which I don't agree with. They wanna they don't put see us white through white that.
4: privileges that's going on.
3: But when you're you have a badge, you get to kill,
4: innocent man. and
3: then you don't even get bail. You get to walk into court and then get released. All right, so love to get some reaction at 651-461-9226 because my take on it is what I just stated. I don't agree um, with that stance. I think that you have to look into all of the factors and the things that played out in all of this. Now, clearly, last week, I stated, I said, you know when I start looking at things that are taking place and what's going on and the discharging of a gun, clearly, I didn't agree with that part. But how can anybody say that trooper Lond- Londrigan should be locked up until awaiting trial when he was an officer that was that was you know ha- was in the vehicle, you know halfway in the vehicle. And was starting to be dragged by the motorist. Like I, I, I'm, I'm sorry. Look, I know that your loved one was shot and killed. We get that, but for the trooper to have to to await for the trial and be jailed at the same time, I totally disagree with the family on that.
4: Yeah, and I, I understand the emotional powder keg of the family because the family is going to look at it completely different and and I I and on, get that yeah. we we absolutely understand that and, and if I was in their situation I would probably feel the same way too but I think if you look at the totality of it I feel like him the the you know the charges you can say are questionable should they have been brought up should they have not have been brought up we had that, but we had I think that I, question we had, last week. Yeah. Yeah, we had that question last week, and I think it's still valid to bring it up, but I do feel like it, it is the right call to I think it's the right call to, to go about it this way.
3: 651 461 9226 I think it's the right call. And and look, I just you have to look at it and understand, even though you know you're 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 grieving and you're going through it and you're upset and you want to vent. And you're angry. I get all of that. There is something that your loved one did to generate, um, to generate the outcome and, too. And that's the thing that has to be factored in. Yeah. That your loved one did something to generate the outcome too, and, and that has to be factored in. It, it's it's not a just a, a clear cut. It's a simple. Well, he murdered my. Well, hold on now. Hold on now. There's other things that went in that went into what what played out, tragically played out for your family, but there's other things that played out there. So 651-461-9226. Let's uh, start with, hold on a second. Let's go to Lawrence, who's on the highway. What's up, Lawrence?
6: Well, I'll give you some insight. Okay. Not that this is, uh, you know, get, take it for the two cents it's probably worth. Okay. Uh I kind of, I kind of agree with you that the officer does not need to be behind bars uh during the period prior to the trial. Yep. Um because you know as the video shows there were some serious extenuating circumstances uh in this particular case. What I would look out for is how involved is Attorney General Ellison get involved in this case, similar to the uh, Chauvin trial? I think I can't. I never pronounce her name correct. Moriarty whatever it is, Mary um, Moriarty? I think Mary Moriarty. I think she's in over her head. If she tries to handle it by herself, I think if uh, AG Ellison gets involved. But as, why,
3: hold on! But hold on! Hold on! Let me ask this: Why? Why do you think that uh, Attorney General? Um, Keith Elson should get involved. I'm not saying he should. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I'm saying I, I'm saying if he gets involved, I don't think
6: he will. I would say I would say that. Okay, yeah. So if I took your statement forward, I think this is a weak case. I do not think the officer is going to be found guilty.
3: All right, thanks for the phone call from Lawrence on the Highway. Love to get more reactions, 651-461-9226. First off, um, I don't think she's going to win this case, first off, okay? I don't think that Mary's going to win this case, number one. Number two, I don't think that Keith Ellison is going to get involved in this case, nor should he get involved in this case. Unless there's a whole lot of other stuff that we don't know about that's mm-hmm. uncovered, I, I don't just based on what we have right now, there's no there's no reason th- to me. There's no basis. And th- to be frank with you, the next time I see Keith, I'm going to ask him, period, point blank. You know, I'll ask him a couple of questions. He might not give me anything. Yeah. All I- right. He might not say a word to me about it. But at least I'm going to ask him, you know, face to face the next time I see him, because we do bump into each other uh, every now and then. Sure. But the, but the bottom line, I, I don't believe that this is a winnable case for the Hennepin County attorney.
4: I mean, it, it was pretty drastic when you think about these charges being brought forth. I, I think it just kind of when you're looking at everything, it, it did seem like it was a little extreme when you, you look at you know how everything unfolded. And it, it will be very interesting because it is all of a sudden a high-profile case. Mm-hmm. And I think the first one that we're seeing under Mary Mortiarty, so... I think there are going to be a lot of interested people that are going to be seeing how this is going to unfold and how exactly does she go about, you know, looking at her side of it.
3: Hey, your phone calls, your text, we do that next here on The Lake Show. All right, 651-461-9226. That's the phone number that Mike in Wabashaw has called into The Lake Show. What's up, Mike?
7: Well, you know, I got 25 years in law enforcement. I've watched the audio, I listened to the audio, and I watched the video yep. of that incident, and I concur with the with the troopers what they did. The use of deadly force was justified, and I think that Moriarty is between a rock and a hard place. I think she's bringing these charges. She's looking for a way out of this, both uh, on the side of the family. And the culture of things with George Floyd and a few other shootings, and I think she's going to put it to the jury and use them as a, as a means to justify what she did.
3: If, what she's if, 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 if she is trying to latch on to the George Floyd case as justification for bringing charges here, then that's just... That's just that's just wrong in my opinion. Like that that makes absolutely no sense in the world. Now I know how you could calculate that if that is her logic, if that is her thinking. Let me ask you this: What did you what do you make of just my overall the the topic tonight being about? I, I don't think that the trooper should be you know jailed while waiting trial. That makes that doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. That's ridiculous. No, it
7: doesn't. But the family's looking at it as you know he's just he's a he's a. Now he's a, just a regular citizen, even though he's a trooper. Yeah. And he should be treated the same as if uh, I, I shot somebody in self-defense and I'm brought up on charges and I sit in jail and I have to post bail. I think that's the way they're looking at it, that he's getting a free ride because he's got a badge and a gun.
3: Yep. Hey, thanks for the phone call from Mike in Wabashaw. Great phone call from Mike. Um, I would say another perfect phone call. Seriously, because they are looking at it. Look, we're not fools here. We understand. A grief-stricken family mm-hmm. looks at a situation where their loved one is killed, right, and they believe it shouldn't have happened. They believe that the use of force was too much. Mm-hmm. That part, I actually we, – we talked about that last week. Yeah, we did. All right. But there's other things that have went into this. I mean, we cannot leave out the driving away part where people are hanging – I mean, that just – I'm sorry. You can't do that. And so – they don't have to agree with, um, and they won't agree with the officer being out and awaiting trial and being mm-hmm. free. That's the only way that I could look at this and justify this. You will get your day in court, and 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 you will you will seek justice, what justice, wh- whatever you think that justice is, mm-hmm. and you'll let the chips fall where they may
4: you don't you how can i say this nicely you don't get to play the victim when the actions that your loved one ultimately committed were the ones that led to this unfortunate situation again i just go back to just just comply that's that's all it is and I'm, it's not as simple as that. It's it's not as simple as that. And yeah,
3: yeah. and I, and so, I feel so, like Yeah, yeah, so I I, I had no, to step in and say that. No, no, thing. no, yeah. but
4: I, I I feel like people want to just they want to say this is what it is. It's this lane. When in fact it's a whole bunch of different factors.
3: Yeah, the 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 I think that we what we found out is and we can say this unequivocally in 2024, it's not a simple just comply because there are people that comply every single day. They end up dead.
4: And it still doesn't work I, I, out.
3: Exactly. You, so, yeah. so 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 let, let's not oversimplify the just comply.
4: Yeah, right. And yeah, that, yeah, yeah. I guess that's what I was trying to say. Yep. It's like you look at it and it's it's more than just that.
3: Yep. 651-461-9226. Two, two, um this one, good evening here. Enjoy your show. This is the second time that an officer has shot a suspect after pull after being pulled over. If you pull over, why do they try to drive? Hey, you're asking you want me to try to get into the mind of somebody else. And texture, I appreciate the phone call. I, I I don't have a clue. I really don't. I, I, I wouldn't even venture to try to get into the mind of somebody that's um that's that's leaving the scene like that. I, I, I don't know. Let's take a phone call from Tom in Minneapolis. How you doing, Tom?
2: Hi, Henry, and um uh, thank you very much for taking my call. No problem. A part of part of what uh, I believe is going on here in the background, the the Cobb family, um, African Americans, people of color, have had a beef with the cash bail system over a long period of time. That is true. And and the optics of this is that a white man, regardless of what the charges are, a white man is being treated differently than people of color are on this whole question of bail. Uh, and I agree with you that, uh, that the trooper should never have been charged because the uh, gentleman was driving away, and you put it in park. And you, I understand you put the hands at 10 and 2, and you listen. And that didn't happen, and it started the unfortunate string of events. Um, so, But I come back to this whole issue is that we didn't hear it in the brother of Mr. Cobb's concern, but the optics are a white man treated differently than a black man. All
3: right, thanks for the phone call. Tom brings up um, a powerful point about the, the bail system. But I, I think that one of the things and one of the layers here that just we have to point out, because I don't think it's so much more. About the racial component of it all, I think it has to more to do about the law enforcement angle of it as well i, I think that that's part, and that's why when i can't remember who the police officer that just called uh, a couple of minutes ago um i can't remember the name but th- but they pointed that out, and I don't think that everybody i think it might have been um i can't remember I think what it was rob was. i can't remember who okay. was but but that specific point um if I can refocus here is that I don't think that the Cobb family is necessarily looking at looking through it with a clear lens in that way. One quick final phone call. Let's go to Rob in West St. Paul. How you doing, Rob?
6: Yeah, good. I'm doing real good. Say, I just wanted to call and say I don't know where everybody's coming from, but the problem in a nutshell is driving away from three state patrol officers does not uh, uh, does not induce a bullet in the back of the head. No, 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 no. We, anybody, we 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 doesn't, we doesn't we
3: we Nobody get that. No, no. We dealt with that last week, and I had so much pushback. We, we no, listen. I I've dealt with that. I have my stance. My stance last week has not changed. I don't think okay. that. I don't think that the um. Well, yeah.
6: Well, then this week, then this week, what you're talking about is this uh, state trooper walking into court and walking out. Yeah. That's the other nutshell. That's the other nutshell. Where are you People at on that? Tired. What's
3: that? I said, where are you at on that real quickly?
6: Well, here's the thing, uh, because you and I ain't going to walk in and walk out of a courtroom after putting a bullet in somebody's head, are we?
3: No, no. And, and thanks for the phone call. And, and look, uh, Robert and West St. Paul, and I said last week, did I think it was justify, justifiable to shoot? No. But we know the optics here, and we know what's taking place, and there are other complexities to the story that make it all up.